YouTube and Twitch. Twitch and YouTube's hearing this for the second time. Welcome to Brews and Builds. We're back. 53. I'm Mr. Commodore 5, and my fellow host is going to be Ragged Dragon after this weekend. Big Tuck. Hey, still alive. He's still alive. There's a bunch of banter, about five minutes worth. If you guys want to catch that, go watch us on uh, Twitch or YouTube when this is recorded. Uh, but effectively, where we kind of ended is Tuck and I were talking about my bachelor party this weekend. Woo! We're going to be bringing, and Tuck, uh, I am bringing my Switch. I made sure all the games were updated, and we okay. have Jackbox 1 through 8 on there. I don't need to bring mine then, which is, a, which nope. is what I was going to ask. Okay, cool. You're good. Are you sure? Because I can do Jackbox. I can download it, and then that's one less thing you have to pack. Well, I'm going to be bringing it anyway, so I can play with it on the plane. So, oh, okay. What, hey, what yeah. are you going to be playing? What are you going to be playing? Uh, probably just Smash Bros. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Wait, are you still Link? <laughs> Who's your guy? Uh, yeah, I still use Link. I mean, I I honestly haven't played Smash Bros in probably like six months, so I'm probably like the worst person to be like, hey, who's like your, who do you main as? Yeah, who's your guy? I don't really who, main as anyone. Who's your guys? All right, fair enough. Who's your guys? Who's your guys? <laughs> well, everyone, Brews and Bills is our deck tech series. Since we have conquered the path to 32, the 12 themes of eating the H decks, we are doing a little bit of decks, or wait, Ghosts of Decks Pass. Um, yes. And this will be a way that Big Tuck and I can analyze past traditional Brews and Builds decks. But it's been years. Let's give it a fresh paint uh, coat of paint and see how and where we can take it. But the spirit of Brews and Builds is still here. So we broke this down into the four different categories. And the first one's ramp and setting your board state. We call that grains. And grains are the foundation of every beer. They include both base malts and specialty malts, usually in a 60 to 40 ratio. This helps with the color, the taste, and most importantly, the alcohol content of the beer. Decks always need ways to grow, stabilize, and ramp here into bigger threats. And just like a grand profile, they use a mix of staples and specialty cards. How does your board interact with all of your opponents? We call that hops. And hops give the beer its patented bitterness and herbal floral flavors. They grow in a variety of strands and help, help distinguish subcategories like IPAs. Our hop choices help clear interact with the board so your deck can ultimately do what it wants. How does your deck actually close out or win? We call that yeast. And yeast are living microorganisms that separate the, or sorry, that eat the sugar from the grain and poop out alcohol and CO2. It has alcohol content and carbonation. Without yeast, you'd be drinking flat sugar water. And without yeast cards, your deck wouldn't meet the goal of actually winning the game. And then do we have a fun section called shenanigans? It could be pet cards, random synergies that are in the deck that are just kind of fun. We call that spice. And just like this uh, Voodoo Force IPA, uh, there's not a whole lot of these, not a whole lot of spices in this build here. So not every beer has them, but spices and additives help separate normal stock beers, some specialty ones. It could be the pepper that turns a stout into jalapeno stout or the addition of hops that turn IPA into a double IPA. Uh, not every deck has something that makes it pop, but if it does, is where we generally talk about it. And then to wrap up the episode, we do have a bottle capping. And uh, these will be Big Tucks and I's cuts and adds to the deck that'll be under $5, under 50 bucks, and a no-budget recommendation. We just can't talk about mana-only lands. So without further ado, let's get brewing. Like we said, this is another Ghosts of Decks Pass. And I'm going to try to take a shot at this. We're talking Ragga Draga Gorguts Boss. Is that yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Ragga Draga, baby. Uh, yes, this is my new gruel baby. So, uh, should I go ahead and read out the commander? 
Absolutely. Read it out. And then why don't you read out that like little description you typed up? Sure. I actually thought that was super helpful. Well, thank you. Uh, I, I had fun. I had fun with that. So Raga Draga, Gorgut's boss, is two colorless, a uh, red and a green for a 4-4 four, four legendary creature human boar that's a rare from Baldur's Gate. Each creature you control with a man ability gets plus two, plus two. Whenever a creature you control with a man ability attacks, untap it. And then whenever you cast a spell, if at least seven mana was spent to cast it, untap target creature. It gains plus seven, plus seven, and gains trample until end of turn. 22 cents. So kind of a budget build for commander. And uh, and this is where I came up with. So uh, you would think that Gruel, being two-thirds of Jund, a.k.a. the best color ever, would be a slam dunk color combination for me, but it's always one I really struggled to build. My previous deck, Wart the Raid Mother, pretty much became obsolete when Kalamax came out. As actually having the access to blue and a commander that can actually just punch through the red zone uh, was way more of my style, and I really like that deck quite a bit. So I decided to scratch the repeated copy spells, bring on the mana dorks, um, and have Commander with a fun name on it to go to boot. So I pretty much had three goals when I was trying to build this guy. So one is play out Mana Dorks, control the board early and ramp out. The pseudo vigilance gives you a lot of blockers early on. Oh yeah. Um, you can dig in for some some chip damage and that sort of thing. Hold up defense. You kind of play around with your mana a little bit. Then get out additional green support specifically, big mana spells, some draws, all that other stuff. Pretty much, I mean, green is by far the best color in Magic. So when you say <laughs> bring in the green stuff it's everything uh and then finally have a few big spells that i'm hoping either either to pump ragadaga up big or just be able to funnel some magic some of the mana into um the struggle i'm having with though with this deck i i have built this in paper um i played it a few times i didn't spend a single red cent into this this is just stuff i had lying around um is that it's 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 fun and it's way more enjoyable than Wart, right? It's definitely more interactive, but I'm struggling sure. a little bit with how many mana how many mana dorks do you want to run in there, right? How many big spells do you want to have? Um, I'm trying to do more fun things built around that and try to stay away from just the more generic green good stuff cards. My mono green deck, which is the uh, uh, Teddy Ruxpin, the no creature abilities. It has to have a lot of those good stuff cards, so I don't want yeah. to have a repeat of that. Um, but I'm hoping to try to find some better loops and that sort of thing uh, in here. But like I said, I, I played this once or twice. It actually is really fun to play. It's definitely more my style, punching in, um, playing some big spells. Unfortunately, I have to play a bunch of elves, which is not my favorite tribe. <laughs> Although I will say this, I think Slivers, I think I've decided Slivers, least favorite of all time. Least really? favorite tribe of all time. Yeah, oh, I, I I'm glad it. I'm bringing it this weekend. Great. Can't wait. Uh, but yeah, so so that's it. Um, I, this is I, so far has been much more enjoyable than Wart. Uh, but what did you think looking through it? You know, I know this is this is fresh to you, and you didn't have your normal four to six business days to peruse it like we usually do because again, I was stuck in Canada. Sure, sure, yep. And I have heard when you're stuck in Canada, it, it is like Russia. They cut you off from the internet. Uh, you have no ability to research everything. Everything can't, can't do it. Uh, so here's the thing. I actually did notice. I don't know if maybe this is just an area of magic um, that you need to brush up on, because I actually had to do it. You actually have cards in here that we would qualify as mana dorks, but they actually aren't mana abilities. Yes, okay. So, they- so yes, so I there's a few in here that we'll get to at a later point. That Yes, uh, we will. Yes, yes. There's So... Yes, it took me. Trust me, I have learned that the hard way. Did you? So did you also look at them? And be like, wait a minute. Like, I have some yep. questions here. Okay, so yep. you did. Your, you had you had to do your research as well. 
Yes, absolutely. So okay, I did good. notice that. I noted some non-synergies you have in the deck with uh, certain cards wanting to interact with other cards, and okay, it yeah. doesn't work in the traditional sense. So I actually think that you have, let's just call it some fat or flubber, that just oh, needs yeah. to get cut out of the deck, not because it's like sweaty or there's better cards. It just genuinely doesn't fit what the deck is trying to do at all. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was actually kind of easy to look at it with fresh eyes. Cause as soon as I saw like, Oh, well, there's like four to eight cards in here that we could snap cut just cause they don't fit what Raga Draga wants to do. Right. Um, and once I got to that, it was like, Oh, well I see the bangers in the deck. We just right. now need to add those additional four to eight that just put it over the top. And that's, and I agree. Like that's the total thing. Cause like, especially in the yeast package, there's some in here that are just complete juice. Right. And yep. even playing the deck in this state of sort of in between, as I'd like to call it. Right. Like mm -hmm. in between, a, like this is effectively a pre-con that I have now. Right. Yep. And like in between scaling it up and getting better. Um, there's just been a few, there's just a few changes that I'm going to need to make here. Um, but I, I'm glad you, at least you saw the bangers. I uh, tried to throw in here for funsies. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then from a deck perspective, it's a 3-3-1 um, without lands because I'm not a madman and I don't care about with lands. I know Cameron, I know <laughs> some people care. Uh, and then from a deck symbol perspective, you're pretty damn good. Like 72% of your entire yeah. deck has green symbols and 77% of your deck can produce green mana. So that's pretty great. Um, I'm assuming that's kind of how that breaks down. And then on yeah. the red side, you know, 32% of the deck is red and 57% of the deck can produce red mana. So I definitely see where you're going to have like this a flux of what usually we call yeah. big daddy black mana. Um, yes. You know, usually black produces tons out of nowhere. Uh, and you know, and, and luckily, I, luckily on the mana front, like I already had a close to good, like I have almost every dual land and everything that I need for my previous deck because I had it for so long. Sure. So that part made it really easy. Awesome. Well, I think we have, oh, and then from a deck cost perspective, what's it going to cost for the current build of this bad boy? Currently it's 252, which is, okay. which is decent again, because I didn't spend a red cent on any of this stuff. So yeah. like it's getting to the point now where I'm going through my big deck reconstruction that even when I build a fresh deck, it's like, usually over $200 just because I have all this stuff lying around. Yeah. And, and that's actually something that I think, it, it, and it's so plausible to say, but when you're a seasoned magic player and you've been buying cards for yeah. five, six, seven, ten 10 years, you end up just having like, Oh yeah, I was able to throw this together. How much is your deck worth? Uh, $300. Yeah. And, right. and it's, it just it just happens. It's like, sorry, I just have a lot of cards that are three bucks, four bucks, five bucks. I can't help it. I've just collected over the years. I I, I was going through my binder, try, updating some decks to bring this weekend, and it's like, oh, I just have three gray packs lying around that aren't in decks. Like they're just they're just sitting around. So it's oh, it's I, just... I thought that meant you were a decent human being then. <laughs> Dictate Erebos is just better. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> right? I think it is. All right. Well. Uh, before we head over to our first section, we would love for everyone to check out our great patron, uh, patreon.com slash CMD tower. You can see it there at the scrolling top. If you're watching us on video, um, dollar five, 15, 25, all the funds that go to that go to the monthly cost to actually keep this channel up and running. It goes to increase, um, 
the technology we're using, like you can see now on video, or if you're listening to this audio, you might sprint to YouTube to watch us. We now are doing card displays up live while oh, recording. Oh, looks great. Um, that was only enabled because you guys are continuing to invest in us. Plus, me and Tuck and SD Sharpie will be at M30 handing out CMD Tower playtest cards with QR codes and custom art. And all of those funds come from Patreon. So just please, whatever you guys can do, patreon.com slash CMD Tower. Plus, you get opportunities to actually be on the show. Who doesn't want that? The gift that keeps on giving. So let's head over to the grains. And Big Tuck, you're going to start us out. What's the first grain card that you think is worth highlighting here? So this is a card that recently spiked. I was really excited because I had like three copies of it and then it got reprinted and plummeted, which I think this card is really fun in the right decks. But in here, okay. this is something that can just quickly accelerate you as soon as you get Ragged down because it has the ability to untap itself for, for oh, yeah, a pittance. It oh yeah, it does? Are you ready? Oh yeah, it does. Are we doing this? Three, two, one. Devoted, Devoted Druid. Druid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, we got a colorless and a green for a creature elf Druid. That's an O2. Why would it be that way? Well, let me tell you, you tap it for a green. Then you can put a minus one, minus one counter on it. Untap it. Nailed it. So Ragadaga comes so down. Silly. It gives it plus two, plus two. So now you can just get three immediate. If you want, you can burst through, get four green mana and you're off to yep. the races with it. It's so strong. Uh, this was a card when I played it that I I went through and got sort of board wiped and couldn't come back. And then I drew this. Like I played my commander next turn, drew this or something there. And I was like, okay, I can play every card in my hand. Like, I don't even care. Like, I'm just going to run this out and this card's just going to do bonkers. Yeah, I mean, if you really look at it, this card with Ragadraga makes Ragadraga cost a single red. Because yeah, it's too yeah, exactly. cool. Like, that is stupid. Uh, the amount of value you get with this. And you have enough synergy throughout the deck, Tuck, that I genuinely believe that you'll be able to either put plus counters on there to negate the minus counters. Right. Or just yes. be able to get it just end of turn buffs to where you'll be able to burst it out again. Especially if you're able to do the seven mana oh, yeah. spell with Raga Dragon, give the plus seven. Just That's just seven additional. And just go back in, baby. We're going back in. I'm going back in. It's oh my so gosh! Good. It t- technically, if you're only casting green seven drops, you could go infinite as long as you keep oh. getting seven. <laughs> that's so silly. That's amazing. That's amazing. I love it. I love it. There it is. Uh, all right. One. So my second card I wanted to talk about is actually a pretty common card that a lot of people play. Um, I'm usually pretty poo-pooey on it, but in here, it gets you to draw cards, and you're playing a lot of creatures. You're going to get to draw a lot. But I think with Ragadraga's plus two, plus two, you're just going to naturally get its ferocious effect without even trying. So we are talking Shamanic Revolution. Oh, Revelation. yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Three colorless, green-green, sorcery. Draw a card for each creature you control. And like I said, ferocious, you gain four life for each creature you control with power four or greater. So this isn't some sneaky card that you guys don't know about. But most people look at it and they're like, okay, what's the ceiling? I might get to draw, or I might get to draw six cards, but maybe I'm only gaining eight life. Right. And here, 
I think whatever amount of cards you draw, it's going to be pretty close to that same number on how much life you're going to gain per creature. So if you're drawing six, right. you're probably gaining, what is that, uh, 24? 24. Yeah. And we're going to get to the and the The pump is good enough for most of it, but we're going to get to, I think there's things in the spice package that I'm interested in talking about that really care about creatures power, because I think that's where this deck is really going to accelerate through. Right. So with a, with a few tinkerings, I think having our one ones get to fours shouldn't be that hard with Raga Daga out. Raga Draga. Oh, Raga Draga. Oh, Raga Draga. Oh, Raga. All right, Tuck. Well, what's your second card? So this was a card that I thought was really cool when it first got printed. It's a new-ish one. It's a one-drop. And it's one of the rare non-elves, non-green, quote-unquote, mana producers. We talked Mm. up front about how there are certain things that don't get around that ability. But I believe, my understanding is that this is one that does. And it becomes a real punch in the mouth once you start souping it up. And it's not a Mm. good little baby. It's not a, a good little baby cat. But it could be a real nasty treasure dog. We're talking Goldhound, baby. Amazing! It's like the it's like I think oh it's my, my favorite goodness. card of the deck. What you don't like it? <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, no, it, it it's it's cute, I guess. Um, it's amazing. And, and you are right. This is it is a mana ability, so that that works. It wor- This actually works. This one. This, there's a few in here that I got fact checked on, but this one actually works. So. One red uh, for an artifact creature treasure dog for 1-1. One, one. First strike, great blocker. Menace, getting in that chip damage. We talked about how that's important. And then lastly, if you need it in a pinch, tap, sack, add one man of any color. I think this is amazing. I, I thought I want this card to work because it's a treasure. And I think my new thing is just treasures. Half the decks I do, half the decks I do deal with treasures. It's not my fault. What do you mean it's your fault? There are thousands of Magic the Gathering cards printed in existence that you're able to pick from. I guarantee you the word treasure is maybe only on 200 of them. Right, but if in Racto specifically, all the good all the good cards are treasure cards. Just, just be better, I guess. Well, you're not wrong there. So I like the fact that this is a 3-3 three, three for one. It reminds me of playing like um, Curd Ape back in the day and that sort of thing. Uh, gets in that damage when you need it, and then also can sacrifice itself just to get something else out if you need that as well. So for me, again, cutesy card, but I love it. I love my little boy. I love my little boy. There you said it. Yeah. I I, I, I mean, do you have any way to get it back from the graveyard once you use it? Well, look, this is we're not getting into the details here, right? Like, I do have one card, oh, okay. I think, but <laughs> the spice nonetheless. But Jeez. it's that's not the point. The point is it's a 3-3 first striker menace for one. Let's go. All right. Well, my last green card is a uh, saga from Neon Dynasty. Yes, it is! This, I, this card is also oh incredible. All right. Three, two, one. Jogan Jogan defends defends the temple. temple. Let's go. So good. It's incredible. So good. You read read the front. I'll read the back. You got it. Two colorless green. uh, As the saga enters the battlefield and after your draw step, add a lore counter. So it's a mythic. Um, The first step. So essentially when you play it, team, uh, create a 1-1 human monk creature token with tap add a green. Check that. 3-3. Yeah. Uh, put a plus one, plus one counter on each of up to two target creatures. Okay, make our mana dorks a little bit bigger. 
Um, and then three, exile the saga, then return to the battlefield, transformed under your control. And Big Tuck, what does it transform as? And this is this is where it really goes. The remnant of the rising star, an enchantment creature, dragon spirit. It's a two-two flyer. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield under control, you may pay X. If when you do put X one one counters on that creature, as long as you control five or more modified creatures, remnant of the rising star gets plus five, plus five, and has trample. It's so easy. So I don't. So good. I it kind of turned it. it it turned out that I have a sort of sub theme of one, one counters in this, which I think is really valuable again, to pump those creatures up a little bit more, make them a little, mm -hmm. and a little bit more resilient. So the fact that you can just dump these things, you can just dump stuff onto it. I think um, worst case scenario or like mid case scenario for me is you do the front half Ragadaga gets killed. You cast on the command yeah. and with all your leftover mana dorks, that you have, you just dump it into that. Then Ragadaga come down, comes down as like a six, seven, eight. And then it's even easier if you can pump them up with a seven to get them even that much bigger to swing in with that trample damage. So, so are you trying to like flip this as soon as possible? Like if you had ways to manipulate it, would you do that? I think so. Right. Like I think yeah. I, this is something that I would snap play. Like if, if, if I can play, I think I want to play this as soon as possible because like, I think the, the worst, I think the worst ability is the second, just because it's okay. a, it's the most narrowest, right? Like getting the three, getting the creature out the front is great, even though you're paying kind of a little bit of the iron price for it. Um, but mm -hmm. getting it flipping over and then starting to put counters onto all your mana dorks that you're playing out with all the excess mana you have lying around from the Elvis Archdruids of the world and that sort of thing, I think sure. that's where this really can take off. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Well, everyone, that's going to wrap up our grain section. Now, before we head over to the next one, we would love for you guys to check out our Etsy store at etsy.com slash cmdtower. Uh, actually, sorry, etsy.com. Just type cmdtower into the search bar. <laughs> uh, you'll be able to find our complete store on there. Uh, and if you are going to be at M30, you can avoid any shipping costs if you just place an order and do a local pickup, because we do offer that for the Kansas City people. Um, just put a note in there. Hey, I'm going to be at M30 in Vegas, and I'd like to pick it up then. We'd be happy to bring the stuff down and hand it to you while there. And hey, maybe even play a game together. So uh, whether it's uh, one of our Jun sweaters, hey, we're talking uh, rack or, uh, gruel here, just a little color off. Um, but we got our Jun holiday sweaters. The foil playmats, everything you might need, even uh, tokens, uh, flipping coins, all the good stuff. So just remember Etsy.com, CMD Tower in the search bar. Now we're going to head over to the hop section. And uh -huh. the first card I wanted to talk about, I really, really like. It's an X spell. Um, it has a surge cost, which is pretty cool. Um, and I'm pretty sure we're going to be uh, using that surge cost uh, pretty frequently. Are we are we doing it? Oh, all right. We're talking Fall of the Titans. Yeah, really like this. So good. Uh, X, X red instant Fall of the Titans deals X damage to each of up to two target creatures and or players. But we're going to be doing it for its surge cost. And the thing I like about that is because of the fact that we can swing with our dorks, which might generate mana if there was like a Grand uh, Warlord Radha, something yeah. like that. Then we, in that next main phase, they're all untapped. Boom, tap out and just do, you know, X for just God who knows how much. Absolutely. This is what, this was a tough one because I, I think this could potentially sneak into the yeast as well, right? Like the two targets yeah. could be good. 
but I just don't have a lot of creature removal in here. So I could see this being like zapping a problematic commander if I need to, yeah. that sort of thing. And then late game, this turns into one of those yeast spells. I, I, let me get your honest opinion. Do you think that there are enough X spells in here or not enough? I don't think you want to live off the X spells, to be honest. Okay. Uh, the, okay. the way that you play, I think you would have more fun, instead of doing X spells, doing like multiple seven plus drop, just stupid yes. big creature type things. Okay. I think you'd have more fun with that. I, I agree. And that's why, and also a lot of the X spells was my win con in Wart. So trying to make it more fun and make it a different deck, I try to cut yeah. them, a few of them out, but keep in ones that I think have a lot of value in them. Makes sense. All right. Well, Tuck, what is your first hop card? So this is an interesting one, and I haven't gotten to play it yet. But I think this has some upside, especially in protecting my commander and especially potentially buffing up some of my creatures. And with my sub theme. Yep. Okay. Are we, are we doing this? I'm pretty sure we are. All right. Does it, does it feel like something that could come out of a worm slash caterpillar? It does. Call it, baby. Three, two, two one. Silk, Silk guard. guard, baby. It's so good. I, th I think it's good. I think it's really good. Um, especially for the especially for the price. So Silk Guard, X, colorless, and a green for an instant. Put a 1-1 one, one counter on, up, on each of up to X target creatures you control. But that's not it, is it, Mr. Combo? Is there more text on no. this card? Oh, man. Uh, well, it turns out with Silk Guard, if uh, an aura, equipment, and modified creature you control, they also gain Hexproof until end of turn. So right. all the ones that got the counters all get Hexproof. <laughs> and we also have the, sub, the other sub-themes of 1-1 counters, potentially getting those Hexproof as well. I... I like this because I didn't have a spare heroic adventure, but I still like this because, like we said, getting creatures up to, I think, I think getting our dorks up to four instead of just three is a big difference, right? Like, yeah. that gets it out of the range of a lot, a lot of tokens. It gets out of the range of a lot of lower to the ground value creatures. So I want to play this. I want to play this defensively, but I could see this also potentially being an offensive card, getting things out of lightning bolt range, that sort of thing too. Yeah. I mean, I a hundred percent see this as a savior, but I don't see this yeah. as a win, a way to win yeah. only because you can only put one counter on up to X. Yeah. It'd be different if it was like pick one or the other, either put a plus one, plus one on X creatures or X plus one, plus ones on one creature. Like oh, that could be like yeah, a cool yeah, way yeah. where maybe you could do it, but no, this is a great card and literally two mana, you protect your commander and it gets bigger by one. So right. uh, yeah, I'm here for it. 86 cents nonetheless too, right? So I think this is like yep. a really, I think this is a, 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 about as good of a less than a dollar heroic intervention than you're going to be able to find. So yep. I, I'm definitely here for it. All right. Well, my final card is a very popular enchantment. It's an eight drop, which is why I wanted to talk about it because it does trigger. Oh my, are you kidding me? on the list! <laughs> Shortest episode ever. <laughs> Three, two, one. Sandworm Convergence! Convergence! Yes! Jesus. Six colorless How do you green, not? green enchantment. Creatures with flying can't attack you or planeswalker use control, and at the beginning of your incept, create a 5-5 five, five green worm creature token. Oh! Oh! And oh. it's like... 
So there are so this is this is where I really struggled in here, right? And this is just with shit I had lying around, right? I yeah. really struggled finding seven and up cards. I really did. Of just stuff I had lying around. You struggled turns- finding seven up? It's always in the soda aisle. Oh Ba-bunch. do you remember those seven up yours commercials with Orlando kind of. Where it's like he had kind he of. had like he had a jersey that said make seven and then on the back it said up yours. So everyone walking behind him is like, hey, up yours too, asshole. You don't remember these? Kind of. Very okay. vaguely. That's a problem. It's like the seven, the six, I think the six is like my sweet spot and the seven and up is better. But again, I don't think it matters because this is a card that like, I. It, this is a card like we talked, I think at length about in Joda two years ago, right? Where it's mm-hmm. like getting this card down on five is like unbeatable, right? Or maybe not yep. unbeatable, but it's just so brutal. Being able, being able to get this out early and prevent people and pump when you need it, I think this is probably this is like one of the most useful cards in the deck, in my opinion. Like this is a card I yeah. this is a card when I draw it, I'm freaking psyched. Well, especially because your commander does that whole plus seven and the myriad of effects Absolutely. when you get yeah. it. Like th- that's the thing is like it's always cool in commander to, to get a big CMC card, but traditionally, if you end up casting it, it's using your entire turn, and you're not getting anything else out yeah, of it. Yeah, right. So the fact that it's like you're getting those additional benefits of oh no, you do that. Yeah, you might tap out, but now you have this ultra powerful uh, permanent or uh, spell. And then on top of that, your commander is doing a buff for seven and doing yep. all of these trample and, uh, you know, all the good stuff. And so that's just where I think uh, Raga Draga is just, a, it makes it really cool because every big spell is exciting because it's more than just itself. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, Tuck, you're apparently uh, just going to give us a single one here and there's no way I can match with it. Zero chance. Impossible. You know, you know what it's gonna be, right? You know what it's gonna have to be. There's only one option left. Oh my god! Is it something that gives Monarch that I missed? Sure, it absolutely is. Don Guard Regent, baby, fits the bill across the board. You laughed at me. You laughed at me in the past, and we finally found it. Slam dunk, slam dunk card. So five, five colorless, double green. Seven mana on the nose for an 8-8 elk. It fits. When it enters the battlefield, to become the monarch. And then as long as you're the monarch, permanent you control have hexproof. It's like a uh, silk guard for free. Seven mana on the nose. I'm going to get this out as fast as possible. And we're back to the basics. And it's an 8-8. Who gives a shit if it doesn't get plus two, plus two? Who cares? Actually, even better. Put plus seven, plus seven on this thing. Give it trample. Rip. And it's got hex bruise because you're gonna have the monarch. I'm getting it back. I'm not letting you sit around on that. It's gonna be amazing. Um, and just for those playing the home game, uh, this weekend we are doing. I think I'm bringing all the decks I have that have monarch, hundred uh, percent. I'm bringing all the decks I have initiative. It's gonna be great. So uh, this th- this is the one where you. In to be fair, in the past you've yelled at me about putting this into decks because. It is expensive, and it's just a shoehorn into the monarch. But this deck, it actually works. It fits that 7-plus bill. As soon as I was looking through my binder trying to build this bad boy, I knew this was going to be a slam dunk in here. I'm not mad at it, because it actually makes sense. Because giving your... Because giving your permanence hexproof is extremely powerful. But here's the other thing, though. 
Okay, let's just say your commander only did that bottom effect where this is a 7-drop. I still feel like, eh, that's a little sweaty for me. But it's the fact that your mana dorks are getting to untap and have vigilance. That's right. actually where I think this works because giving all of your permanents hexproof is powerful, but you're always going to have to be swinging. And so when you yes, get the monarch yes. inevitably stolen from you, you will always be throwing your creatures back at that person. And the cool thing is that they're going to be a little leery to block because all of those mana dorks are going to be untapped. And it's like, okay, exactly. I'm swinging at you. And it's like, okay, well, how much could you technically tap for? And it's like, uh, nine. Do you want to block? Yeah, Probably what's, not. What's, what's next, right? Like, what else yeah. could happen? So... I, I agree. Like like I said, this is this is a sweaty card in other decks, but in here, we did it. We finally found the spot for it. Yeah, that, that is one <laughs> way to phrase it for sure. Well, everyone, that's going to wrap up the HOTS package. Now, before we head over to the Yeast, we would love for you guys to check out AbyssProxyShop.com um, using code CMDTower, and that actually is a legitimate code to get you 10% off your order. Uh, they're a playtest provider out there. Um, if you actually go to our link tree, you'll actually see where their custom catalog is. So if you wanted to build like my Game of Thrones deck or Mystical Archive deck or any of the other uh, custom cards that people in the community have create, uh, requested, you'll be able to see them on there. Guys, even without our discount, they're between 3 and $6 yeah. for non-foil to foil. They're super cheap. Really good quality. It's the exact cards that we're going to be passing out at Magic 30 here at the end of October with all of our info on it. So, and every sale you do using our code and you have to use our code we do get a little bit back to the the channel so that way we can help continuing to improve the content so um if you're looking for some expensive cards that you'd like to be able to put in multiple decks just remember abyssproxyshop.com using code cmd tower now we're going to head over to see how this deck wins games in yeast and big tuck why don't you start us off what's the first just punch him in the mouth card you want to talk about how do I want to sequence this? Oh my god. What is there a stack that I'm not aware of? No, I'm just trying to think of. Alright. Hold it, please. One second. I had I just hold on. Okay, never mind. I okay, we're still good. Alright. This has been a card I've liked a really long time. And I've seen this card rise from 30 cents to now over an entire dollar for a mythic rare. It's a boar. I hate you. I hate you so Wait, damn much. Wait, is this yours too? <laughs> yes. Three, two, Three, two one. one. Decimator, Decimator of the, of the provinces. provinces. Woo! God. It's a big old piggy baby boar. <laughs> yeah, see, so you get it. It's amazing. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll take this one because there's a lot to read here. So 10 colorless. So you get your trigger there. It also has this bizarre thing called emerge, which is six colorless, triple green. You may cast a spell by sacrificing a creature and paying the emerge cost reduced by that creature's converted mana cost. When you cast Decimator of the Provinces, creatures you control gain plus two, plus two, and gain trample to end a turn. It's a 7-7 seven, seven with trample and haste. Budget builds. All on the nose. It's all right there on the card. I fucking love this card. And it's finally come to roost. Everyone's like, why don't you play this? Why don't you play that? And I, for those people out there, I say, suck it. This thing is going to come in and punch you 
this is going to come win you the game. Like, I think, I really think that's how this is going to work out. Sure, but isn't technically Crater Hoof just better? Now, you have a great you have a great point there, and I'm not arguing it. And I literally just looked up. It's like, now wait a minute. Isn't Crater is it Crater Hoof like six or something? It is not. Uh it is actually better. I and now my next my next job is to figure out where my crater hoof behemoth is, because I guarantee you I have one and only one. So Oh, did you not do the that? Secret? They uh, passed out crater hoofs like candy. No, 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 no. I, I, I they gave I, you I'm, two in there. I, I'm just. I can't do secret layers anymore. I literally just got a. I literally just got a secret layer in the mail from. I think I ordered four years ago, and it's all just sitting on. It's all sitting on up over there somewhere. So I, I, I really got to stop. I really got to stop with that. So somewhere in my connection i do have a crater hoof i think it's good but this may for the provinces for a dollar and 69 does a great job of uh does a great job of faking it all right well my second east card i guarantee we probably matched on this some people would call elon musk this of industry he's one of those of industry yes i know i duped you i got gotcha. you Okay, good. Uh, we're talking Titan of Industry. Yeah, so, baby! Titan of Industry is a four-colorless, green, 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 creature elemental mythic. It's a 7-7. Seven, seven. Breach Trample when it ATVs choose to. Destroy target artifact or enchantment. Target player gains five life. Create a 4-4 four, four green rhino warrior creature token. Put a shield counter on a creature you control. Um, I like this because it's going to trigger the commander... And to be honest, I'm going to guess, Tuck, that when you're casting this, just because it is seven, and I get it, your deck can produce mana, but regardless, I feel like you're doing the last two. You're doing the shield counter, and you're getting the four-four green creature token, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Almost almost every time. Uh, It's really strong. Um, I got to play this, and it it did save my life. It did save my bacon. Uh, I think this is a card that probably... I don't think this card sees any commander play, right? Because it's kind of like, why would I, it? Yeah. I mean, it would be good in like a... Oh, what's the the Blinky Rhino? Rune. Rune. This would be great in a Rune like, deck. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But like, I think this is like a standard all-star in it. I just happened to crack one and I had it lying around. I actually cracked this in Richmond, Virginia. And it does everything you want, right? Like it blocks it. I usually, I use this mostly it's in the yeast is because it has all these abilities to it. Right. And I think it's sure. just because it has those abilities, it's going to win you the game. Like that's why I put it in here more than the fact they're just going to be punching face with it. Um, it's, it's just, br- it's just brutally efficient in everything it does. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, what's your second yeast card? Hopefully a unique thought and it's not my last card. All right. I'm trying to think. I know it's not that one. I know it's not that one. All right. I'm going to go with this one because this is how I think you, you should already have these picked. I do. I know. I'm just looking, I'm looking through and just trying to think of like, which one you have. What are you, why are you rushing me? We're 40 minutes in. This is we're speed running. This. I got to wake up at 3 AM. Is that really how early you have to get up? Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, okay, this card's really explosive, and it, I have killed people in it in Prosh like 400 times. Oh. Mm. Chandra's Ignition! Oh. 
<laughs> it's it's a blowout. Chandra's Ignition, three colorless, double red. For a sorcery, target creature you control deals damage equal to its power to each other creature and each opponent. So, the reason why this card is insane in this deck is because I had... It, this, you, you talk a lot about all these moving pieces that I always talk about, magical Christmas lands. Well, sometimes, yeah. once a year, Christmas comes true. And I had a... 1818 Ragadaga and had the mana left over to do Chandra's Ignition. <laughs> and, 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 and it felt awesome. So this is this is something where it really plays into the extra mana you have lying around. If you can get this going with Raga and something else, you can really control the game. I this And I got mm-hmm. that done on like turn six or something along those lines. This was my favorite card in Prosh. This is my favorite way to win in there. RIP, my, my big dragon boy. But here it, feel, it fills the same gap, right? We're going to be able to make Ragadaga big enough through counters, through playing these seven spells, having our creatures untapped, ready to go again. All that jazz. This is something that's really going to take the game over and really bring the hurt to all of our opponents. I think in your magical Christmas land, yes. Uh, but I would classify this as a spice only oh, because okay, sure. you, if you're doing it for the number you're talking about, you either have to win the game on the spot. Yeah. Or you've just board wiped yourself because that's going right, to kill right, right. all of your creatures. So if it was only to the creatures your opponents control, totally mm, get it. But it is yeah. going to do it to all creatures. And so to me, this card becomes too much of your own rattlesnake card of oh. like, when's the right time to do it? Like, I want to do it, but wait, I'm going to lose three of my five mana dorks. But then if you wait even longer, you're going to lose even more. Gonna, so, yeah, just keep playing them out. So Yeah, so so to me, this, this card's a little difficult to navigate. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it. All right, well, my last one uh, is an enchantment that gives menace. Nailed it. I really like it. Uh, Gruel Warchant. You like this one? Okay, good. Yeah. People out here are idiots. I was like, I think this card's great. It's great in this deck. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, Gruel Warchant, two colorless Gruel. So, that'd be your red and your green. It's an enchantment. Attacking creatures you control get plus one, plus zero, and have menace. So, the reason I like it for this deck is because your commander is already untapping all your mana dorks. Right. And giving them vigilance. And now they're going to have menace. And they're getting plus one. So, now it's... You can't even just one for one and maybe try to prevent the damage. You're going to take 50% of whatever I'm sending at you because you're only going to be able to block half, most likely. Exactly. Because you're going to do smart attacks. So right. I like it. It's going it, to... It, to me, this is a card, and this sounds a little crazy, it's kind of like, because uh, I know you don't have it in here, Overwhelming Stampede. It's like, uh, yes, yes. this when I can win the game or make a explosive, you know, take someone from 40 to 10. You're exactly. waiting for that kind of moment. Oh, I, I, and again, like I said, I like this more. I think this is going to be a deck. So I, the, the one of that I have in here is triumph of the hordes. I don't really like running that card that much anymore. I sold a bunch of them. Uh, thanks Tice. And I, I like this. I like this one better because it's I think the way, a, a way that this deck is a f- a way that this deck is efficient is chip damage, right? Four mm-hmm. damage here, five damage here, six damage here, like attacking, 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 then playing your spells, putting your defensive ups. I think just giving that menace or giving that form of evasion, <coughs> excuse me, makes it just so much easier to go through. So I'm glad you like it. People out here are like, why are you running this? It's some bulk uncommon. It's like, yeah, because it's amazing. 
suck yeah. on that. <laughs> now, granted, I think there are arguments that there are rares and mythics that are better than it. Sure. Sure. But when, you, when you're not trying to have all of your decks look the exact same, this is a great way to change it up and still be super packful. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, what's your last East card? I thought this is the one. I thought this is the one that you're. I was going to get you duped in on, and that one is, which I think is another real cute card in here, is Kamal's Will. Three mm. colorless and a green for an instant. Choose one. If you control a commander as you cast this spell, you may choose both. Until end of turn, any number of target lands you control become one one. Scratch that. Three three creatures with vigilance, indestructible, and haste. They're still lands. Choose target creature you don't control. <clears throat> each creature you control deals damage equal to its power to that creature. So for me, I we're playing in green. I'm going to get my land drops. We're going to have that problem to go. You board wipe me, whatever, right? I'm going to cast Ragadaga, yeah. get this going, and this is going to be another way to help close out the game. Um, it, it's a card that I really like. It's in decks that it absolutely shouldn't be, a deck that I just was actually deck repairing earlier today. But the fact that those mana, the fact that those lands get those plus two, plus two as well, just turn this into something that you can really beat face in kind of out of nowhere. So for me, I think this is a big, big closer card. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. Just, just being honest. Really? Um, I think it's a cool removal spell at instant speed because sure. all of your lands, essentially you're pinging the thing down to death. Um, and you do have a few go-wide synergies, like Beastmaster Ascension, like Triumph of the Hordes. Right. So it's like, maybe, but and I'm not, I don't believe I'm cutting it, but this might be one of the cards that I would cut for another just big creature or yeah. a big enchantment. Just something that could be a little bit more impactful. Um, I think this is cool, and if this is like the 97th card on the list, and you got a bunch of other stuff you'd rather get through, yeah, leave it. But I if you're you. starting to look for picks to, to take out, this might be the top of my list. Maybe something maybe something that's a little more on the spice side than the win side. Yeah, yeah, I'd say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. All right, I gotcha, I gotcha. All right, everyone. Well, we're going to be leaving the yeast package, and now we're going to head over to the spice, and... Uh, there's only two, so I'm going to go with the first one. Yep. Tuck, you go with the second one. It's pretty simple it. stuff. Um, you know, a lot of times, you know, collective with a deck of Girlfriend's Pass or a deck that you've just built, there's not a lot of spice because it's like you've kind of tuned it down to that. Right. And then it's like over time, cards become a little bit more cute or you find things you want to put in there. So Tuck thought Benefactor's Delight or Drought would Drought. be a cute... Uh, card to put in here. I think it'd be better if it was Benefactor's Delight. That sounds know, right? delightful. Uh, and this is a colorless green instant and untap all creatures until end of turn whenever in a creature an opponent controls blocks, draw a card, draw a card. So the thing I find cute about this is you could actually tap all your mana dorks first main phase, do all the stuff you want, then do this, then go to combat and still get right. the untap with the vigilance. And then, um, you know, if you wanted to put some cute ways in to where it's like you force all of their creatures to it, uh, to block, right. set up the advantageous blocks to, to Lures, draw a bunch that of cards. Sort of thing, but yeah. I'm more looking at this as like a ritual. I'm going to pay yes. two yep. in whatever amount of mana dorks I'm getting. That's how much floating mana I'm getting because then they untap and I can still use them for other stuff. Exactly. Exactly right. Um, the, the other super cute thing is it's just a an opponent controls blocks. So if you're stuck on mana... 
and you don't have any creatures and someone swings in, you could draw a bunch of cards there. I had That's a bunch fair. of these and I've saw, I had a bunch of these in wart. So untap my creatures to copy spells again. And I saw in some of the Ragadaga builds, they also had a bunch of these in here. I don't think that's the way to build it, if I'm going to be honest. Mm. Um, I just I just kept this in here mostly because you could draw 10 cards off of it if you get lucky. Um, or you could just like funnel in for a big Comet Storm or something along those lines too. So, But it, it, it's kind of got some mixed utility, which is exactly why it's in the Spice. Yeah, no, for sure. All right, Tut, give us the other one. Praetor's Council uh spice card through and through five colorless yeah. triple green sorcery it's a mythic for four dollars it's a mythic return all cards from your graveyard to your hand XL praetor's council you have no maximum hand size for the rest of the game um it's it's a big splashy spell this the reason why it's in the spice for me is that there's a chance that this doesn't do anything for half the game right like mm-hmm. you, if you get board wiped, sure it goes back to hand. But if you get board wiped, you're out of you're out of all your mana dorks anyway. So it's not like you're gonna be able to cast this and do a bunch of other <laughs> shit. It does it does it does fit the seven mana bump, yeah. which I do like, right? So that's why for me it's a spice. It could kind of it could really accelerate you from a board wipe, but that's kind of it. It's a very reactionary card in my opinion, which is why mm-hmm. it may kind of be a dud. You'd have to tweak the deck a bit, but have you thought about making this an all permanence deck and just using the one? Oh gosh, what's that sorcery? The oh primal vigor. Lit. Thank you. No, is it primal vigor? Is it? No the 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 one where it's like you uh, put all of the permanents out. Primal sir. Primal Surge, that's what we're talking it? about. Yes. Yeah, Primal Surge is the uh, th- eight-colorless green-green yes. exile the top, and then you keep doing it until you get all the permanents out. I don't know. I mean, like, that. I, I know that's a very boring way to win, but that might be something to look into because you already have a bunch of permanents in here. You'd only be yeah. losing maybe ten, ten cards. sorceries. Which so. you don't really need. Yeah, like that, it's definitely an option here. Um, that's kind of, I already have a deck that kind of wins that way, which is why I'm initially hesitant sure. on it. But it's the same idea, right? Like you just cut out every card that you cut out, you either put in a mana dork or a seven drop creature or not burn it. Sure. Why, why don't you do this? Why don't you just hot swap Praetor's Council for this? And it's like, look, yeah. I don't play an all permanence deck. I'm, oh, I'm going to fizzle yeah. at some point. Like it, it does make it different. That could be kind of cool. I do, I do like that, and I do think Primal Surge is amazing, right? So being able to Primal Surge, fill out the rest of your things, maybe hit a Concordant Crossroads, sub that in, and then win the game. Yeah. That is, that is a very, very cute uh, way to win it out. All right. Well, that's gonna wrap up the spice package, and now we're gonna head over to the bottle cap. And as a reminder, these are big Texanized cuts and adds to the deck that'll be under five dollars, under fifty bucks, and a no budget recommendation. The only restriction is no mana only lands. So, Tuck, you go first here. What are you cutting and what are you adding? Uh, this one's really easy because this card does not work. It is a two-drop human shaman. I guarantee it should be on your list. If it's not, I'd be very surprised. We're cutting Burning Tree yep. Shaman or Burning Tree Emissary. Burning Tree Emissary. Yes, yes we are yes. for sure cutting that. So for those playing the home game, it's Gruel, Gruel, Creature, Human, Shaman. When it enters the battlefield, add uh, Gruel. It's a 2-2. I did not understand how the rules worked with Ragadaga when I put it in here. 
and I swore up and down that this card was going to be good. It is not. Uh, it's it's not it's not good. It's got to go. Uh, pretty much no way up and down about it. This card is really good in modern. It's really good in like kitchen table sixty cards because it can sell at you. Was an all star in tiny leaders. Not a good card in this deck. Not a good card at all. All right. Yeah. I I, I have nothing else to You're add. There? Yeah. It's literally okay. all. It just doesn't work. So yeah, it's just, okay, what are yep. you adding in? <laughs> So I'm adding in a, a card that is not yet printed, but you can get for pre-order for about a buck sixty. I think this card is probably one of the new All Stars coming out of it, and that card is Lanawar Loam Speaker. So it's fresh off the it's fresh off the presses from Dominaria United. It's a colorless and a green for a creature elf druid. It's a one three. So already a two five is pretty solid uh, with Raga. Tap add one mana of any color. And then also tap target land you control becomes a 3-3 elemental creature with haste until end of turn. It's still a land activate only as sorcery. So the reason why I like this card so much is because it ramps you. It it plays into the things you want. And then also it can turn your one of your lands into a 5-5 beater. So it's got a lot of utility in it. For me, it's the same mana cost as Burning Tree with like a, none of the drawbacks. And it pumps itself up. So... I like this card a lot. It's, it plays into all the elf synergies that I have in here, the few that I do that matter. Pretty much for me, a straight upgrade. You know what's kind of funny? You know you only have like 11 elves in the deck? I could have way more, and I think that's the way that... I know, but, but you're talking about elf synergies. You actually don't have that many. Do you think it's worth... Okay, so let me ask you this while we're on this. Is it worth putting more in? Because... If you're going to leave the ones you have in, Yes. But right. if you're going to start stripping some of those elves out to do nagas and other druids and other mana producing creatures, artifacts even, then um, no, I would say, you know, you could probably get rid of some of those. But it's just right now you're at that fringe number to where it's like, man, yeah. it would be so good if I was able to get one of these out. But you only got 11 of them and you don't have that many ways to make elf tokens. So right, right, right. that would be one I would maybe consider swapping around a little bit. Okay. All right. What do you got for your first cut, Mr. Combo? Well, you know what my cut is. It's Burning Tree Burning Emissary. Tree. <laughs> uh, exact same. And I I took what you said to heart. And so we're going to be adding in Cauldra Complete. <gasps> so, oh! It's such a good card in this deck. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's really good. So, wow. seven colorless. You can get it for under $5 at $4.39 costs seven mana to cast it's a legendary artifact equipment mythic it's a living weapon it's indestructible wow wow Whip wow creature gets plus five plus five and has first strike trample indestructible haste and whenever this creature deals combat damage to a creature exile that creature and equip for seven so it literally is doing every single thing you want this deck to do it's a seven drop, so it triggers your commander. It's colorless. It doesn't even matter what kind of mana you put into it. The equip seven does suck. I'll, I'll admit that. Um, but the plus five and all of those effects. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Well, that just turns ragged. Like, okay, so it comes in and does huge, has a huge impact. And then if you have the mana left over, just slap it on Raga. And now he's like your new win con, right? Like he's going to yep. start, start slapping in for nine damage a pop. That's almost unstoppable. Plus, if you cast it and pop it, yeah, uh, that's that's as we say as they say uh, in the Italy's a very good. It's a very very good. Yeah. yeah, and the only other thing that I think the most important part about this equipment is actually the indestructible. Yes, I oh, think absolutely. giving Ragga Ra uh, Ragga Draga indestructible 
is so powerful and it's yeah. gonna be so difficult for people to deal with. Or if you want to go back to your your pet card, you put this on Dawn Regent, you basically become oh you can't god, touch yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Slam dunk. All right. Well, under $50 is here now. Are you cutting the other slam dunk doesn't work in this deck, Mana Dork? No, because I like that one. I still stand by that Ooh. one. I still like that one. I still like that one. Um, but yeah. instead, I'm going to cut a card that I forgot was in here. I'll be honest. Cultivate. Adios. Too slow. Way too slow. What? What are you smiling at? What are you smiling about? I mean, I feel like you still need ways to get lands out. Because the one thing you don't want to do is you don't want it to be late game. And I know. it's like... Land, I've said, land. I, I've said this. I, I, I have this. I had the same argument with uh, local Ken. Um, but I think, like, okay, for those who don't know, cultivate is two colors and a green for a sorcery search library for up to two basic land cards. Reveal them. Put one in the battlefield. Tap one in your hand. Then shuffle. Even if I was gonna keep this in, I don't have like nature's lore or a bunch of the other two drop ones, which I think I like better than this. Or I, I have nature's lore, but I don't have three visits. I don't have rampant growth and that sort of yeah. thing. So if I was gonna cut that, if I was gonna cut this for that, I do that. But I think that there's one that's even cuter, and this is a card that all I've right. been looking. I've been looking for a way. I've been looking. For, I've had my odds on this guy all the way since Magic Twenty. It's three dollars. What's our what's the favorite thing that we like to do before we even start the game? Uh talk shit about Throne of Eldraine. Correct. Second thing. What do we like to do for uh, our hand? Make sure we have a keepable seven. We like to play ley lines. We like to play cards for oh. free. And this one has all of the things in here. Here we go. Ley line of abundance. Two colorless, double green for an enchantment. If it's in your opening hand, you may begin the game with it on the battlefield. Whenever you tap a creature for mana, add an additional green, which is good enough, in my opinion. Then it gets better. Six colorless, double green, repeatable deal. Put a 1-1 counter on each creature you control. For me, this doubles in our game plan of the creatures that we're going to be tapping for mana anyways, right? It doubles them up for effectively free. And then if we have leftover mana where we don't want to attack or don't want to do anything, at the end of someone's turn, we can always just pump up our whole army, getting that to that beautiful four thing, priming them up for Silk Guard, all those sort of things. So for me, this card has such a huge upside and very little downside, especially compared to something as generic as like Cultivate. Well, like, okay, so would you be okay paying four for this out of hand later in the game? Oh, I think so. Okay. I think you. Okay. I, I think. So, I think so because you still need ways to accelerate out of it, right? Like, mm-hmm. I. Th- I think this is to your point. It, even if this is a bit of a dead draw later game, right? Like turn seven, eight, you're like, all right, whatever. But even yeah. early on, if you can ramp it out on turn three, on turn four, on turn five, you're gonna see the benefits so far in. And especially compared to like Sandworm Convergence and Gruel War Chant, I think this is going to be more juicy targets for your creature for enchant removal. And this is going to be something that's going to stick around the whole game. Yeah, that's fair. It's just, you know, sometimes I think us commander players, we see, you know, hey, play this for free. And that's just yeah. like where we beeline. That's just like where our eyes laser into. Right. And it's like, well, you have to remember, it's like your gemstone caverns, like my argument mm. against that, like the card's trash because you can only have one of them in your deck and you don't even right. get the effect if it's not in your opening If it's not hand. in, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so sometimes, you know, like Leyline of Anticipation, I've started to say, okay, 
yeah, it would be great in this deck, but am I really willing to pay four for it later when I can oh. actually be doing other stuff to advance my board state? So that's why I asked you that question, and it's great to hear where you're like, no, I, I think I still would like get, get the benefits, and Tuck, I actually think your late-game argument doesn't work. I actually think it's great late-game, because by then, you're probably mana-flooded, and, it, and oh, you're, once again, you're drawing yeah. land. Land. Fuck me. Land. Now it's, oh, this for four? How much mana can I produce? 28? Counters yeah. on everything. Yeah, Let's game, go yeah g- game over, for sure. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm glad you like it. All right. My under 50. I'm cutting the Arbor Elf. It's out of here. Colorless, Creature Elf Druid, tap, untap target forest. Oh. Yeah. Did you did you think I was talking about something else? Uh, I did actually. There's one that you can tap and it adds a colorless. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's fine because it's still a mana ability. It's this is not a mana ability. Oh, it so is literally, it? No, it just untaps a land. I never. I didn't even think about that. I, I like, know you, you didn't. Ha- it, you have to have all of the basics. You have to have land of war mystic. I don't yep. even have elvish mystic in here. <laughs> oh my god. Nope. <laughs> So I don't need to go into it, uh, collect yep. it, but Burning Tree Emissary, the same reason that's getting cut. It's the same reason Arbor Elf's getting yep. cut. It just doesn't do anything in this deck. Yep. And I would say this, I would consider it, Tuck, if you're like, well, part of my mana package is Yavimaya, Cradle of Growth, and Nykthos. Because then it's like, okay, maybe you're like untapping yeah. Nykthos as a forest and try to like pile in the mana, but you're not doing any of that. It's nope. just I sure, there. I sure, I sure am not. Yep, you nailed, yep, you got me. I got, I have no defense, indefensible on this one. So... How about a 10 drop that cascade, 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 cascade? No! Apex yes! <laughs> Apex Predator, baby! Yep. So wow! Slam colorless dunk. green, green creature, Chimera Hydra. And the thing is a 10 10. And I already said it. You get to cascade four times in a yeah. row, which effectively in this deck, we should be able to 50% of the time do a spell seven or bigger. And so. 10, we're triggering our commander once. Out of those four cascades, ideally we trigger it two more times. Something's getting plus 21 that turn. Yeah, yeah. Slam- Tell me that I, doesn't get you excited. Nope. Uh, hey, guess what? Have you ever heard of this website called TCG Player? Uh, and have you ever uh, heard of- Yeah, I have. Also, I've heard of abyssproxyshop.com. Both of them, I think you have carts in excess of uh, the GDP of uh, America. Correct, but I don't own an Apex Devastator, so I need to. I I have been meaning to buy one because I think this card's sweet. No for no, I have uh, counselor. I have no further questions. Yeah, no for all right, just Chuck. Absolutely, absolutely nailed it. No budget. In in tradition, you go first, anyways. But let me tell you, I got a three for for you on the no budget. I got the boring, I got the weird, and I got the what the hell. So I, I want you to go first, and then I, I need it. you to sit back, maybe even undo your pants, because you're just about to get your just, just get, everything knocked off. Just get off. buckled in. All right. Well, you're gonna like you're gonna like this one for starters. I'm gonna cut harmonize. Don't need it. Don't need it. Uh, how, how, I mean, how much card draw are you getting in this deck? Uh, arguably enough, but I don't need this <laughs> one. Like, there's better versions uh, than this out there. This is the leftover. Two colors, two green, sorcery, draw three cards. We can do better. Yep. We can do better out there, Collective. All right. Um, <coughs> I'm starting to turn around on this one. But, well, excuse me. Talking about our uh, talking about our enchantments, this is a card that I have, I think needs to be played way more often. I've, o- I've only played it once and seen it once because three threes are good, but 
six sixes, maybe bigger or even better. I think I think by that math, 12 12s are bigger, right? I, I agree. And that's why you got to run out your boy, unnatural growth, all-star in the stack, colorless, quadruple green, won't matter. Enchantment, at the beginning of each combat, double the power and toughness of each creature you control until end of turn. Turn all of our boys even bigger. Turn our defenders bigger. Turn Raga bigger off of one off of, off of one seven drop. Raga becomes a twenty two twenty two with trample. Whoa. Seems seems pretty solid. And I and, and this is the first time you know reading the card explains the card. I never read at the beginning of each combat, each combat. So all right, well I got defense. I got defenses for days until you guys can come and try to swing through it. So yeah. For me, Seemed like an easy seems like an easy addition in a deck. I when I play this, I've struggled with just having the three threes and the two two vanillas guys, <coughs> just trying to get through damage. So the fact that we have something like this that's over, 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 over every time at such a low opportunity cost, it's just going to come in and it's just going to break face. I really like it. I like it a lot, especially because your commander untaps all of your mana dork attackers. Mm-hmm. So you literally always have defenses up. There's no re- unless you just get greedy and want to use them all in second main yeah. phase, which I would assume you're doing so to further advance your board state to where you have exactly. the blockers. This is this is kind of reminds me. I think this is a bigger scale, but a bit of like my angelic skirmisher that I play in Karametra. Oh yeah, getting each it. combat, all my creatures get trample, first strike, or lifelink. Like, I'm like, okay, on my turn, it's always going to be Vigilance or, or whatnot. But then on all of yours, it's like, hmm, am I bigger than you? If so, it's Lifelink. Are you are you bigger than me? I'm probably going First Strike. Right. And then people are just like, well, I, I don't want to swing at you. You have right. First yeah, Strike. You, you, you're going to gain a bunch of them no life. option, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. All right. So here's the card I'm cutting that also doesn't make sense in your deck. Skull Clan. You got to take it out. Oh, wait, uh, is that still in here? So, do I colorless have artifact oh, I don't equipment. Equip creature gets plus one, <laughs> minus one. Whenever equip creature dies, draw two cards, equip one. It is a good card, but the thing that, you know, our collective might forget about, but Tuck, you know, maybe he does remember it, with uh, Raga Draga giving that plus two, plus two to all the mana dorks, which would be the creature small enough to kill with Skull yeah. Clamp, you'll never be able to kill him with Skull Clamp. It's the same I... reason why I don't run it in my Shirai deck. So leftover leftover from uh, it was really good in wart to kill all my goblin tokens when I needed it. Honestly, I, I think I just didn't even think about it. So yeah, adios, audio skull clamp. No questions asked. All right. So here we go. We're, we got the boring pick. This is just okay. the slam dunk aggravated assault. Yeah. Two colorless red enchantment, three colorless red, red, untap all creatures you control. After this main phase, there's an additional combat phase followed by an additional main phase. Uh, it's about 40 bucks. The oh my reason God. this is the slam dunk is because your creatures are untapped. You tap all your mana dorks because they were able to untap going into yeah. combat. Now you can tap them, float all that mana, put it into aggravated assault. They all untap and you effectively have infinite combats as long as they yeah. can't pick off your mana dorks. So yeah. it's a very boring one, but, but I think very, that just it's very good. Sense. Very good. All right. Here's some fun. Yon Shao, the Indecisive. Four colorless red, legendary creature, human soldier, horsemanship. Each of your creatures can't be blocked by more than one creature. And then on top of that, remember, you have, what's it, uh, Gruul... Oh, Gruul Warchant. Gruul Warchant. It's kind of like my uh, Greven deck. You become unblockable. 
So interesting. Now you got Very unblockable creatures coming through, just banging face. So I thought that's kind of neat, but also at the same time, you know, I would imagine if I'm one of your opponents and I see you doing this stuff, I will start to combo block to try to take out your your bigger, more intense things. Right. Um. So kind of a way to force that. And hey, now you got horsemanship. You know, who, who doesn't yeah, like exactly. that? Exactly. It's cute. Why not? And, and I like it. Cool I like it. Two hundred and twenty dollars. The funny, the funny part is, I wish this costs more. Like, I wish this Why? cost seven. Oh, gotcha. I think you know it meant I mean? dollars. I was like, what? Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. All right. Here's my last one. Here's my weird one. Force field. Let's go. What? Three colorless artifact. Are you trying to break Pay me? one. The next time an unblocked creature of your choice would be dealt combat damage to you this turn, prevent all but one of that damage. <laughs> that is insane. And you can, you can get a collector's one for a, a easily $110 or it's a legitimate beautiful. copy for $650. Uh, I like, so is your, is your thought here that you attack in, or you attack in, you have all this stuff unblocked, and now you can just tap all your creatures to prevent the damage to you, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, effectively, the way I'm looking at it is... You should always be swinging, always swinging yes. hot. Always. Your commander gives the vigilance. But here's the thing. When we build our decks top down, as I like to do, um, people are going to get rid of your commander and it's going to become difficult. So yeah. this force field really becomes like the pinnacle hop card in your deck to protect you from just oh, blowbacks. Yes, sure, sure, and sure, sure. I love the fact that it's only... One mana to prevent all but one of the one, damage. Yeah. It's not pay a mana to prevent one damage. This is it's something that, pay ten to prevent ten. This is what you do when you're doing rebuilding. You have nothing but a bunch of one one mana dorks, and you're like, all right, cool. For each each creature you attack me, I'm not even gonna block. I'm just gonna take a yep. damage. There you go. Merry Christmas. Now I will get. I will. Say, I will say this: the six hundred and fifty hundred dollar price points more than my proxy and TCG <laughs> player combined. So. Uh, maybe I'll be able to trade for it when I keep breaking down decks, but I, I like, I think it's really cute. I think it's a, I think this is a way to keep this game going longer if I need it to. Right. Cause I think yeah. this deck wants to go out quick, but there's times where you just get board wiped. You get unlucky with your draws and you just need mm -hmm. something to keep you around for a little bit longer. So I like it. I like it. It's cute. It's very, it's very you. It's very you. Yes. All right. Well, everyone, thanks for making it until the end. And if you enjoyed it, please leave some positive feedback, especially because this was our first episode where we're actually doing the card uh, text and art on it screen looks great. while it looks we great. do the episode. Um, so, you know, if there's anything you'd like to see done differently, if you'd like to see this on our other segments like Hot Takes and uh, Fibble Thip, just let us know. Um, and if you'd like to get a hold of us, here's how you can do that. You can get a hold of me at Mr. Combat Over 5 on Twitter. I'll spell that except for the five. Big Tuck. Uh, you've obviously been busy, so you obviously don't have a gimmick. How about this? People will hear it a week later. What's your gimmick for this weekend? Uh, I think, oh, oh, I got it. Uh, I used to do this. I used to do this in high school. I'm going to take pictures when people look bored. Like it's, just, <laughs> it's like, they're not, it's just, their faces are just like in concentration. Cause a lot of times, like during these photos, you're like, Hey, like, yeah. oh, hey, all this stuff, right? But mine are just gonna be able to people just like, or just like on their phone. Oh no, I got it even better. I'm gonna take a picture of every t of, of when people are on their phones. That's gonna be my thing. 
Whenever someone gets oh, their God. phone out, I'm taking a picture of it. At, and you can see that at Big Tuck Tweeting on the Twitterverse. I have been very inactive these last two weeks. So there you go. Uh, you can always get our main account where we do uh, post going live posts. We do post on Sundays our weekly streaming schedule and content schedule. So at CMD Tower on Twitter as well. Um, we also have a website where this deck list and videos and links will be posted at cmdtower.com slash bnbe153. Basically type in the Comet Storm Mirror Pool Dwarven Mine Tower com. And remember, we have a myriad of ways you can support us. If you'd like to do that, patreon.com slash cmdtower, etsy.com, cmdtower in the search bar, and abyssproxyshop.com, cmdtower code for 10% off. All three ways are ways that you can monetarily help this channel grow and just stay afloat. Um, if you want to see us constantly improving, bringing on new guests, enhancing our equipment, those are the three ways that you can do that. So Big Tuck, uh, Ghosts of Dex Pass, Ragadraga, Grogut's boss, kind of your uh, old gruel. First off, do you feel that it does feel like a different deck than your old deck? Second, do you think you're going to recomb the deck for synergies that don't actually work because they're not mana dorks? And then third, how did you feel about the capping? Uh, uh, I, this is a fun deck. Actually, I do like playing this one. It's very much more my style. Um, like I said, if, if I want to play Ward, I'll just play Calamax. It just does it better. Yeah. Um, pretty much up and down the board. So that was an easy pick for me. There's, there is, yeah. Uh, I think the problem, part of the girlfriends, the decks of girlfriends past that I have is I get really excited and I'm like, how can I, how fast can I build this? Right. And sure. these are the cards I have. I have this pile I'm cutting out. I'm putting this pile in. And sometimes you miss these things like how Arbor Elf is a complete nombo in this. And I literally <laughs> have five cards in my green bulk bin. I'm looking at right now that I could put in that's better than that. <laughs> so uh, that's solid. The ca- the capping also is slam dunks. I think Caldra and Apex are both really strong, especially the, the best one of all of them is Apex. I think um, yeah. I'm I'm not as hot on on aggravated assaults because um, it's a good way it. to win. But the Apex Devastator is a slam dunk, no questions asked. Calder is also a slam dunk, right? I think the fast, I think the most linear way to win this deck is going to be through Raga and getting him pumped up and giving him all that shit off of Calder is so strong. Apex pumping out uh, like pretty much my win cons and all my other permanents. Uh, it's just insane. So those two are definitely coming in. This is a deck that I think I'm going to start putting a little more effort into when I have the time to think through it. Um, and hopefully maybe I'll be able to make a few cuts this very evening and you will be able to see it this very weekend. Well, yeah, I think we definitely, it, it definitely feels different than Wart. So I think slam dunk across there. Um, (laughs) definitely. I think we need to recomb it, see if there are any other synergies that don't actually (laughs) work. Um, you know, and actually, Tuck, it might be something where uh, you put Paradise Mantle in here. You know, if there's one that you really oh, like and you want to sure. turn it into a Mana Dork, maybe you do that route. Um, and then the Bottle Capping, you know, I think you had some really, really good smart ones. Um, I like that Ley Line of Abundance because that kind of is a Mana yeah. Sink later in the game. Um, and Unnatural Growth is just fantastic. So, um, you know, Aggravated Assault, I would just say have it as your 101 and yeah, if you play yeah. the deck a few times and it's like man i cannot close out games i think you just have to bite the bullet and sometimes you have to put the boring way to the boring yeah. end game card in your deck just to be just safe. to get there um yeah. yeah so all right well everyone i hope you enjoyed it 
We'll catch you if we survive my bachelor party weekend. See ya. Unlikely. See ya.